Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is 9.49 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday, March 6, 2021. My name is Mark. And my name is Kevin. And you are listening to episode 14 of the... Excuse me. I'm speaking... Podcast. podcast. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, man, ba, what's ba, ba, ba. what's Dude, going just, on, everybody? We just had a great session hanging out with some of our listeners uh, just this past yeah, hour. Yeah, we, we just got back from hanging out with some listeners and we're well, I mean we're appreciative of anyone who listens to us. We got some good people listening to us. We're having some good times. We're and, basically celebrities. I mean at this point we kind of are Kind of? Or are we just Well, uh, no, we're legit Hollywood stars. I, I would just like to say uh thanks again for everyone listening and supporting us. We got a great lineup here for you guys today. Yeah, let Kevin, me walk you through. Yeah, Kevin, tell us what our what our what we're talking about today. Run through the intro. Guys, this has been the past week in the news. Um we have uh this is our list here. <laughs> it's uh Dr. Seuss and Mr. Potato Head. Um we're gonna yeah. talk Who would have thought those two would have <laughs> went down? Who would have thought that we'd be talking about this? But it happens. It's what's up. <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about cannabis in Canada. Guys, we're going to talk about anal swabs in China. Um, this has been another topic that's come up in the news is, Mark, are we in a simulation? I think that'll be a really good conversation. I mean, it's weird that that's a topic in the news. But yeah, no, let's get to that. That's fun. Big card tonight. UFC 259. Yeah. Three title fights. Yeah, we're pumped for that. Well, Kevin and I have actually paid for the pay-per-view, and it's about to start, and we're, we're pumped for it. Okay. Um, March 4th was supposed to be a QAnon Capital Riot. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, rest in peace. We need to have a little bit of discussion about a great man in his community, Walter Gretzky. The late, great Walter Gretzky. We, we, of course, have our traditional millionaire. Last week was all right, but again, we didn't go deep. Um, we then we have didn't a, get embarrassed last week, though, so... Excuse, we were embarrassed. Excuse, excuse we, me. How dare you? Excuse me. I'm I'm speaking. Okay, go for it. Go for it. And uh, then we have the movie review trailer. So this <coughs> week we're going to review Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. All right. Emilio. I mean, that would be some good comedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we had one of our listeners uh, that is suggesting <coughs> that we do a movie review. So we'll talk about... Uh, for next week, that we had some reach out. To, uh, yeah, we haven't actually seen the movie, but we've been suggested a, a movie to do a movie review on by a fan, by a listener, and so That's we're right. going to do it. We're going to commit this week. After this episode, within the next week, Kevin and I are going to watch this movie, and we'll talk about it when we get there. That's right. And uh, guys, believe it or not, I don't know how this fits into this week, but once again in the news is the zombie apocalypse preparedness. Bum, 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 bum. So with that being said, how about we start right from the top? Mark, how racist is Dr. Seuss and Mr. Potato Head? See, I'm not... <laughs> See, I'm not totally convinced that, that Dr. Seuss is racist. I mean, I had a friend and uh, who had posted on Facebook that like uh, within the last few days... Like saying, like the showing pictures of, of of the drawings that Dr. Zeus has drawn, and kind of saying like, how can people not think that that this is racist? And part of me thinks I'm like, I'm like, Dr. Zeus wasn't drawing human beings; he was drawing 
creations of like basically aliens that that he was inventing and in my head kevin if you look at a drawing that he drew and you think to yourself that's a black person <laughs> i actually think that makes you racist and not dr seuss like i think it's I, I think if you look at dr seuss and you're like this is racist i think that says more about you than it does dr seuss what do you think kevin well i i uh did a little bit of digging on this too because i was just kind of like what? I don't understand why this is now considered racist. Um, and Mark, you're right. They, he generally used or depicted characters that aren't even real. They're not human. Yeah, they're not even... They're, they're completely fictional. Like, he invented these characters. But, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a total monster, Kevin, and I'm not completely insensitive. Well... I could see how some of the things he would draw on that there are people who are like, oh, but this is like... They're drawn like this and this depicts black people and they think this is i kind of get their i kind of get why they're angry i get it but what they what i think they don't understand is that these people aren't humans like he didn't dr seuss was not racist child's book he was drawing things for children and children's of all races and all colors i mean there's a meme going on uh that's circulating uh online right now kevin of michelle obama reading to kids dr seuss books and in the in and and in the meme there's like a grown man dressed as the cat in the hat like he's mike myers and shit like that like i mean like even as far back as the obama because dr seuss has been a huge american icon for for decades i had all the books i had i didn't have all the books but i had a lot of them like i mean in canada what it seems like to me is that the extremely big stories that he wrote were the grinch who stole christmas and green eggs and ham. Oh, and, and it, the places you'll go. I never no. See, I never saw. I never heard of the places you go. But you like you read green eggs and ham when you were little, or had that read that to you, or you're not like, like Sam. I am. So so I guess green like, eggs and ham. So, like, so I guess you know the I mean? question is: is why are they removing it now? And who is the one behind this? And is it corporate America? Is it deeper than that? I don't. I don't know, Kevin. But what I think is strange, though, is that. Because it's all been like, oh, these Trump voters are the racist, right? And it's like, it's all these like 70 plus million voted for Trump and they're all racist. And that's been huge. But now when Biden is in charge and left is in charge, they're not going after those adults. They're going after the kids. So it's the kids like they're thinking long term, like because when like when you and I discuss the left, it's always like all this short-term thinking that they, they don't even understand and haven't thought through. But when they're attacking Dr. Seuss, this is not short-term. Or and Mr. Potato Head, who is now canceled. I mean, he's, <laughs> Mr. Potato Head is canceled. Like, holy shit. Like, how... You know what I mean? Like, but it's... I find it strange that they're not coming after you and me, Kevin. They don't give a shit about our podcast. They don't give a shit about what we say. They're going after the kids. They're playing the long game. And I mean, like, I can't imagine a like what I mean. I can see why someone might say Dr. Seuss is racist. I can see, like, I don't believe that for a second, but I get the argument that they're that they're giving, right? But when it comes to Mr. Potato Head, what the fuck is the argument? Like, what is going on? Like, Kevin, give us your thoughts on why Mr. Potato Head was canceled. I, from what I understand, is that they wanted to remove the gender because there's Mrs. Potato and Mr. And they just want to be potato head. 
because it's more, so what are it's they, more are they, inclusive. But like, okay, so but that sounds like a, a slippery slope. Like, what? And now are they going to come after Mrs. Pac-Man and Pac-Man? Like, you know what I mean? Like, goddamn right. <laughs> Mrs. Pac-Man is racist. <laughs> She's colored but, but, yellow. But then the name Pac-Man, they're going to call Pac, and then Pac will be like, oh, that offends like brown people, and like, okay, what oh, do we call see, it? What we call it? And, and, and then so, they're, they're going to squash it. Like, like I mean. You and I are predicting right now on the podcast, Pac-Man is in the line. Pac-Man, Pac-Man. is going down. Mrs. Mrs. Pac-Man is going to be like, people are going to explode. <laughs> like when, when, when millennials find out that you and I played Pac-Man, but it was Mrs. Pac-Man, and the only difference was that Mrs. Pac-Man had a bow on her head, people are going to lose their minds. They're going to be like, that's gender. Well, I don't even know the words that they're going to use. They're going to be like, that's worse than Hitler. Some sort of ism. Yeah, oh, there's, right. oh, there's always isms. Yeah, that's always that's a good bet. Every time, every time we're talking about this, there's going to be an ism involved. But it, but again, I just is it sexism? S- is it racism? But but you know what I hear a lot lately, um, and it's strange is that even though we're bringing forward these conversations, Mark, you'll never understand. You know why? Because you're white, and it's like <laughs> I don't get it. That means I can't think like you think. No, you can't. And it's just like okay. And I mean, sometimes I get that, and sometimes I'm like, like, I'm like, do you think, like, because I'm like, do you think that because I'm white, my life has been perfect? <laughs> yes. Like, is that what you think? You think I haven't Never faced struggled. hard times? Never you think struggled. You think I haven't struggled? Do you think I haven't been pulled over by the police? Like, is that what you think? It's, because it's dead wrong. It's a perfect. I've been big time pulled over by the police. But and Mark, I, you know what I mean? You'll like, never understand. Wait, okay, then help me understand. Well, you'll never understand. Okay, well then, end a conversation. Yeah, I mean, how do you it, even talk to someone like it, that? It's, yeah. the, what this is, ultimately, in my opinion, is the last time we saw this kind of push... Um, with literature, with culture, with with the term that's coined as cancel culture, wokeness. Um, last time this happened was during the 1930s in Germany, uh, where they started burning books. They started training. See, people but if you start if you thoughts. start equating to what's happening today to 1930s or late 30s, early 40s Germany, you're going to be canceled like Gina Carano, like 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 Gina Carano. And we, we had we had written this down like I think like three three episodes ago we had written down we're going to talk about Gina Carano and her getting canceled but I think that was a good and we didn't get to it but I think that was a good segue because she had said something along the lines of oh like so hold on Gina Carano was uh, why she has been brought up is she was a star on Star Wars uh, the Mandalorian the Mandalorian which yeah, is yeah. a hit TV show on Disney uh, Plus. And the it's a re- great TV show, really. And, and she basically uh, had a controversial tweet. Mark, do you recall what it was? Yeah, I recall. I mean, I think the issue is that she's conservative and she's open about it. And I think that's the real issue, that they're trying to cancel c- 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 conservatives. But she was trying to say, she's like, look, in the 1930s in Germany, they started spreading these messages and then she said, "Today, in modern, like I'm paraphrasing, right? Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not quoting her. But and then she's like, today, these are the messages, and these are the things being taught. And she's trying to sh- to show a parallel that, hey, like what was happening in the 1930s is actually history is repeating itself, and it's happening today. And yeah, she was canceled, and she lost her job, and." I mean, you know what happened though? I don't know if you know this, Kevin. Uh, we I think we talked about this in our previous episode where Ben Shapiro had started his own movie company that was going to produce movies that weren't woke. 
That was the whole point of his movie production. Did you hear about this? He's. I think we spoke about it. Last yeah, time, we did. Right? It wasn't the last episode, but we did speak about or it in person. Yeah. So 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 ben, like like Ben Shapiro recently came out and he's like, I'm doing all these. Uh, uh, I'm gonna ma- I'm gonna start making movies and the movies aren't gonna be woke. And uh, it was really funny. I want to talk about because uh, when he had released that on social media. I clicked on social. I clicked on all the comments because when I see a social media post like that, I have to go to the comments. Immediately. <laughs> I know. Like I have to, you know. Because there's I mean? always gold. Because there's there always somewhere. exactly yeah. it's gold mines. Like I'm reading all these comments, <laughs> yeah. and 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 so many people were so upset that he would actually try and make movies that weren't woke. Like he was like people were so upset, and then because Ben is a very religious man and one of the biggest religious movies and even franchises that has come out in modern times was called left behind Mm -hmm. and uh it was a great like left behind is the story of revelations which is the end of the new testament of the king james bible and it's a it's epic right like what happens at the in revelations is like it's like stephen king and shakespeare got together and wrote this epic book so and it's it's amazing if you haven't read that like you don't have to read the whole bible you just skip right to revelations and you're gonna see like this short story that just fucking blow your mind it's amazing but i mean so all these people online were like oh like because ben is religious they're like Oh, I guess Ben is going to, they're going to remake Left Behind. They're like, oh, the last remake of Left Behind didn't do all this well. And the last, and so many people commented on Left Behind. And I just left a comment. Like I, I, I post, my first paragraph was shutting them down. I don't remember what it was, but I shut everyone down. Kevin, like you guys are retards. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was going on this, I was internet trolling, right? Like I am struggling with internet trolling. I'm trying to hold back. But in this post, I, you had to voice I your, fucking couldn't do it, go. man. I had to do it. And then at the end of this, I wrote this epic paragraph, and at the end, then I did another paragraph right below it, where I was like, "Oh, by the way, Ben is Jewish, and I don't think he'll be remaking Left Behind, as that's a different religion." I mean, the left doesn't even know what religion people are and what they're going. You know what I mean? It was just ah, I mean, but I bring up Ben Shapiro and his movie thing because Ben Shapiro has hired Gina Carano. She lost her job from The Mandalorian and now she works for Ben Shapiro and she's going to be making movies. I like I I don't want to say the movies are for conservatives. The movies are just for moviegoers who are that done that just don't want the constant They don't this like, brainwashing this this constant propaganda of like women are strong. And like like do you remember white, like white people are bad. Do you, do, <laughs> like, okay, do you, do you Kevin like did you remember in the uh in Endgame like the, like Marvel's last huge absolute blockbuster amazing movie? There, when the finally when at the end of the movie, of course, of course you remember. I know you remember. So at the, but at the end though, when everyone, all the superheroes are in this are in this big battle. Do you remember the scene where every woman in the MCU teams up to take on Thanos? Yeah. That was a forced woke bullshit. It was also cool because I love those women and I love those characters and the idea of like Scarlet Witch taking out Thanos. Like I loved every second of it. But I mean, when when you watch it for the second time, and you're like, "Oh no, this is just fucking wokeness right here." Because like, they did is, it in Infinity is, War, then they did it again in Endgame. They did it in Infinity they War did. too. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did it in Infinity War when um, uh, right when Thor came back, and uh, they did a scene. No, but didn't. Sp- but Thor came back in Endgame though. No, no, no. Thor Thor came back to. Um, to Earth. Oh, the first time he yeah. came back. Yeah, yeah. Because he had been gone forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, then, with you. I'm with but you. But there's a scene right before that where all the ladies, all the ladies all like get together and they all do their thing. And then the, um, 
the same thing happens again and again it's just forced on you it's like it's so obvious that it's obvious i'm like why you know not I mean? why not just have female characters and mix it up between the female and male characters Who like i'm cares? okay with that who I know cares? That it's, uh, you're right because why force like why force that exact scene of all the women who are like as if all the men are doing nothing you know just like standing around like like picking out their like the the kernels in their ass and they're like oh like we don't need to fight Thanos right now let's let the women take care of this and it's it just it was like again I'm not I don't hate that scene and I don't. Like, you know what I mean? Because, again, like, I, I love the MCU. I love the female characters. I love how strong they are. I love all that shit. But when it's forced down your throat, I hate it. I mean, like, Ben Shapiro could do a movie starring Gina Carano, starring a strong woman, and it could be all about strong women. But at the end of the day, the movie isn't forced on you that it's woke. It just the, – the lead character happens to be a woman. You know what I mean? Like, it just – and, and, of course, interesting and badass things happen to women. So why wouldn't a woman be the head of a movie or – you know what I mean? Like I think, I think it was great because not only did, did Gina Carano get to do the first two seasons of The Mandalorian, which are huge. Ever, like they are – I know you're not a big Star Wars guy, but I'm telling you, Kevin. The Mandalorian is huge. It's been seen by so many people. And she got into The Mandalorian. She got out and then she got hired right again. And at the end of the day, it actually helped her. Well, I didn't know who she was until that happened. Oh, you didn't know who she was? No, see, I know Gina Carano for uh, quite a while. You hang out with her and everything? No, or? no. I No, you would. No, I've been a fan of hers for quite a while. So Gina Carano, back in the day, was a mixed martial artist. She went, I believe, 10-1 and one or 11-1. and one. And uh, her last fight was against uh, Cyborg Santos in the Strike Force pr- promotion. And it was the very first woman's main event in MMA. It was the very first event where hardcores like me had to see this fight, and it was and the main event was two women who were going to throw down, and that was the last fight she ever had. She got so famous on that fight that she started. She got calls from Hollywood because in Hollywood they don't really because I mean Gina is very is an attractive woman. She is like she's 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 hot basically. Okay. And uh, and there's so many women in Hollywood who are hot. But are actually fighters where she can do martial arts and she can do her own martial arts and then at the same time also do her own stunts. So she's actually she's an asset in that way that I mean that few women are. Like she can she does badass shit. Like she can do a fight scene with someone and make the fight scene look awesome because she is awesome at fighting. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't need a stunt double, she doesn't need she doesn't need any of that shit. I mean, it was. I mean, we should probably move on. So, well, like, without. I mean, you just shared a lot there. Yeah. Well, um, do, do you want to answer so, that, or do you want to move so on? So, I so I think that uh, I I think where we're what we're trying to say uh, collaboratively here is that um, the wokeness has gotten so ridiculous, guys. Where they're now focusing on children's books and children's toys, and 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 like I would totally understand. Like I remember there being a toy a few years ago by Hasbro. Where it was like this troll kind of girl doll, and there was a button position. Oh yeah, right, like yeah, like, like what, right yeah. where its genitals and it was like, be. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo, yeah, and, and you push it. the button and it would make sex sounds. Yeah, no, no I Dude, I was fucking, blo- I was blown away by that. I so, saw that and I was like, pull that shit off the shelves, right, like right. So, but the but the thing is, I guess the thing is, what I'm trying to say is that. That I am on board with because that's teaching children to do something that is is like a reward system. But yeah. like Mr. Potato Head, uh, Dr. Seuss. Okay. So guys, moving on. Um, but, but, okay, I want to ask you, Kevin, before we move on. 
What if they make Mr. Potato Head trans and he comes with a penis and a vagina? Mark? And you could switch back and forth There's between... There's more than and just, it's two just called And it's just called Potato Head. There's, There's no, more than two genders. Please be inclusive. Thank you. Well, we can't do like an attack <laughs> helicopter of Mr. Potato Head. You know what I mean? The mountain lion of Mr. Potato... He got, he's man and he's a woman. So instead of calling it Mr. Potato Head or Mrs. Potato Head, we just call it Potato Head... And it comes with both How, male and female I, figures. I and think, you can switch it up. And kids I, can switch it up. Isn't, the, I, isn't or, that what people or, want? No, no, no. I, I think what's going to happen is you're going to see Potato Head um, basically be obsolete. And the sales will just die. Uh, oddly enough, the Dr. Seuss books, I saw this online yesterday. Oh, the that, sales going through the roof. Nine, nine of the top ten books in the world being yeah, in the world being sold by Amazon right or Dr. Seuss books. Yeah. But but anyways, the one the one uh, you want to get even more strange into what's going on, guys. And um, Mark brought this up because he's really into this. It's called anal swabs. And uh, Mark, do you want to give us a little bit of background and what, what I mean? So by the that? truth is, I am strangely into this. So this <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what's going on? Like uh, uh, when we say, if you haven't heard in the news, you haven't followed in the news, you might be shocked by here just hearing the words. <coughs> Excuse me. By hearing the words anal swabs. But right now, if you're an international traveler and you've traveled from outside of China into it's China. It's pronounced China. China. So if you were outside of China and you and you traveled into China, when you get out of the airport, there is a mandatory anal swab. Now, Kevin, that is messed up. I mean, in Canada, we have we have quarantines, mandatory quarantines where People are forced to pay for the quarantines, and they have to pay like four, five, six thousand dollars sometimes to be quarantined. Two thousand dollars a day. Yeah, it's really bad, right? But imagine that. I mean, if when you're in China and you get off the plane, it's yeah, drop your pants, bend over, and spread your cheeks. We fucking own you. We're putting the. We own you. That is. I mean. That is massive control. Like that is that is that is not that is not a test for COVID. That is a message saying we can fuck with you anytime it's, you want. We can do opinion. anything we want to you. Drop your pants and spread your cheeks. We're going to swab your shitty butthole. Now, no, there is some science behind it because the science does show that by doing an anal swab that you're able to achieve more accurate results. You're able to achieve quicker results. And it's more efficient and more cost effective for lab work. So... So I guess there is science behind it. However, there's also this thing called dignity. And and I, I think that for something... The respect? Like, how do you do that to your own people? We're going to swap your For something that kills 0.000001% of the population, it's like, really? You guys are, like, volunteering to do this? I don't know. Yeah. And, it, seems, and, it does seem and, weird. And things get even more strange, because back, back in the news... Things get even more strange, because back in the news is... Uh, we were talking about um, how I think a few times thrown our podcast how we live in a simulation. Oh, and, we're getting to the simulation portion of the and, show. Yeah, and yeah. Elon Musk uh, was noted years ago, probably past five or six years, saying um, out loud uh, to the scientific community, saying there's a one in one billion chance that we do not live in a simulation. Well, this past week, scientists, and, and this is not theory, this is all study, this is all 
uh, legit shit. Science. Yeah, we're not talking about conspiracy theories. If you're a fan of the show, we do talk about a lot of conspiracy <laughs> theories. But this is legit this shit is, we're talking about here. This is real. And the the scientific community have now concluded that Elon Musk was wrong. And it isn't one in one billion. It's one to the power of ten. You know, sorry, it's ten to the power of ten. So to give you an idea... Which is a lot, yeah. Do you have an idea how many stars are predicted to be in the entire universe that we know of? 10 to the power of 100. So you can't even fathom how many zeros are after that we don't live in a simulation. So this whole thing just concludes further evidence, further science saying we actually don't live in the reality that we believe we live in. We live in a reality that is completely connected on a binary system. Yeah. So, I mean, here's the argument because I've, I've I've researched the fact that that many people think you would. I did. Oh, good. I'm glad. Well, good. You I sh- hope Oprah fans like this. Well, they should be. I definitely our listeners think they would. Well, whatever. So anyway. So anyway, I've looked into this myself, and basically the 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 argument for us living in a, a simulation is this. They, uh, the, uh, the top scientists, including Elon Musk, which Kevin last week referred to as Ellen, and I think that's hilarious. But uh, <laughs> so what they're saying is they're like, look, the, the human species right now in tech, uh, 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 is getting close to be able to create such a simulation. So if and, and the idea is, is that if we can create, if we're getting even close to creating this type of simulation, what are the odds that this is simulation has already been created and that, in fact, we're already living in the simulation? The, the, rea- the reality is, though, however, is Mark, you're absolutely right, is when I continue to read this article, it said not only are we in a simulation, but we are in infinite simulations at the same time that exist in infinite parallel universes can you even wrap your head around i know this is the science that's coming out right now guys this is not hocus pocus or conspiracy this is the scientists coming out saying yeah i know we all these people like follow the scientists and listen to the scientists i'm like you're living in a simulation and they're like no we're not that stupid and i'm like follow the scientists the science is clear and and it's funny because the one constant that exists in the universe in all of its infinite parallels is in fact uh, tetrahedrons. And there's no such thing as a molecule. There's no such thing as an atom. There's, there's no, it's, everything is just connected. And it's fascinating that our brains interpret it um, to the reality that we see it. But um, I, think, I think it's something that definitely, Mark, I would like to talk about more I just thought it was a cool thing to bring up being like, what? Yeah, it is. What it does is, this even mean? Yeah, no, it is. It is super cool to a, to a bring up. Because if you're if you remember, Kevin, like a few years or well, not, it might be even 10 years ago now that Scientific Magazine did that cover of uh, You Are a Hologram. And the science came out that you're a hologram and you're living in a holographic universe. And I don't know where that science has reached to and where it's at today. But it's funny that that the holographic 
thing came out years ago and now they're like yeah well it's holographic because you're living in a fucking simulation like right. i don't know it's pretty cool but i mean ladies and gentlemen we're 27 minutes in we've never started this late it's we're we're past due it is time for the millionaire game bum, 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 last bum, week bum. we did much better than we did the week before but that's only because the week before we got totally embarrassed in a nightmare situation but with 27 minutes and 22 seconds into the show ladies and gentlemen your host of who wants to be a millionaire, Kevin? The $500 question. Which of these has wings? A, a python. B, an eagle. C, a lion. D, a shark. Well, it's got to be a shark, right? Shark has it. Like, Sharknado. Sure Sharknado, right? Sure. Sharknado. No, it's eagles. Come on. Oh, come eagle. on. It's B, eagle. That, that I'm one, a football how, fan. How did we struggle I, on I, 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 When you're an NFL fan, you have to know that that's true. Four. One. Four. Uh, what is this question? $200? Uh, $1,000. You know what, guys? $1,000. You pay the guy. Look, tw- in 19 seconds. Okay. Come on. Do you read who the delivered the iconic, I have a dream? Is it A, Muhammad Ali, B, Malcolm X, C, Martin Luther King Jr., or D, Eldridge Cleaver? It's obviously Martin Luther King Jr., C. It's Martin Luther King Jr. And you know what? That is correct. Bum, 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 bum. The $2,000 question. Dun, 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 dun. What popular name is given to food, often with a high carbohydrate content that gives a feeling of well-being? Is it A, Consolation food. Is it B, soothing food? Is it C, comfort food? Or D, a reassurance food? It's D, a C, comfort food. <laughs> C, comfort food. We're good. Imagine We're eating good. food that would just reassure you. Yeah, well, it, it, funny. If there was such a food, I'd eat it every day. Okay, the, what is this? The $3,000 question. Which noted soccer player's name follows Bend It Like Blank in the title of a 2002 film? Is it A, Seaman? B. Seaman. Southgate. Seaman is one of the ones. It's one of them. C. Beckham. Or D. Gasco. So we have seven seconds. It is C. Beckham. It is bend Be- it like Beckham. Bend it like Beckham. Bend him like Beckham. Just yeah. like how we bent Victoria Spice. Or Posh Spice, I mean. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about, but I do know that this is the $5,000 question. Ba, 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 ba. Cairo is the capital of which country? Is it A. Yemen? B, Egypt, C, Ethiopia, D, Turkey. That is B, Egypt, motherfucker. And what is also found in Egypt, Mark? Uh, the, the Giza Pyramid. Uh, yes, you're right. Okay. I know I'm right. I know. Our opponent was wrong. We always beat we, our opponents. Well, only once we only lost once. to her. Only once we lost to them. But yeah, no. So we just beat her. Hey, when we beat our opponent, it takes a few extra seconds to get the next question. Uh, seven thousand five hundred dollar question. Someone described as Mendacuse is which of these? A beggar, a liar, a saint, or a hard worker? I don't know the word. You didn't Mend Mendacius? Mendacius? Mendacata? Mendacius? That you? I don't know. I don't, I don't five know. Five seconds. Pick one. I don't know. I don't Pick know. One. I don't know. I don't know. Three. A beggar, a liar. Three. Go. Oh! Did, Did we get it right? I can't even read. I don't even have my glasses I, I on. I picked a liar. Oh, my God. Oh, you know what? Well, I thought about you. 
And that made sense. Well, it's you and your mom, but let's go. $10,000 question. Boy, can I just say we actually finally guessed and got it right? Yeah, no, yeah, that was, no, it's me, like, like, it's when we get. 14 episodes. I know, I know. We got, in one episode, we got really far and we had a couple guesses. Just like how I got far with your mom last night. Well, yeah, I should have took it. Actually, I took it, when I took it to your mom, we took it to the next level. You took it to the next level. We took it to the next level. We probably shouldn't have done that. Probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but I did. But I did fuck your mom though. Oh, no, wow. I, just, <laughs> I did. No, 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 you know no, no, no. You know what? You know what? That's you know wrong. what? That's wrong. You know what? That was wrong, and I'm sorry. You know what? That was wrong. My, I just that was funny. Get though. on your knees. It was no, no, ladies and gentlemen, the ten thousand dollar question. You dick. Bum 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 bum. In the opera Carmen, where does heroin work? Heroin work. A, the cafe, B, cigarette factory, C, fairground, or D, laundry. I have no idea. It's obviously a person, not a drug, so. They work. Where would they work? A cafe, cigarettes factory? I Maybe mean, the... cafe, four seconds. Cafe, cafe or cigarettes? Cafe, what is cafe, it? What is it? What cafe, is it? cafe. Oh! And we look, I was right. And I, it was cigarettes. You, know you were right. You were pointing towards cigarettes. And I'm like, no, it's cafe. It's cafe. No, Mark, you were right. Back on her knees. No, that's not, that's not that. Look, look, San Francisco happened a while ago, Kevin. It was years yeah. ago now. You got to you got to let the best. You got to let life. San Francisco go. It was the best. Just like we got to let this go. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a little fun and we're going to move on to our next segment, the movie review. And we and Kevin and I this week are doing another trailer. This is our third trailer in a row we're doing. There's a new Kevin, a new Mighty Ducks Can movie. Can you believe it? Mighty Ducks with Emilio Estevez, a new movie. I mean, Kevin and I. Hey, it's we, knuckle puck time. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's flying V time, right? Like, <laughs> right. Kevin and I have both seen the uh, the uh, the uh, trailer. We're both really excited about it. It, it is going to be awesome, no matter what. But here's my question, though: these these movies were made for kids. Right, like when we in the nineties, we were 90s, in the though. in the nineties, we were kids, and they made these movies for us. And we're Canadians; we love hockey, like we love these movies. But now they're making a new Mighty Ducks movie, and I wonder. And you can't really tell from the trailer, but what I wonder is: Are they making this movie for today's kids, or are they making this movie for you and me, the hardcore Mighty Duck fans? Oh, they are. Who are gonna do it's a gonna dark? Be dark. A yeah. Dar- yeah, that's yeah. that's the real question: Is this movie gonna be dark, or is it gonna be some shitty Disney movie? And I, I mean, it's gotta be dark. Like, how do you do a Mighty Ducks movie in twenty twenty one, releasing it, and it not be dark as fuck? So I think we can all kind of agree they're gonna see the same adversity we've seen in all sports films where they. Hit yeah, bottom. they gotta do. Yeah, they gotta, it's, a, they, it's a sports film. They it's regroup. A, the formula adversity. is there. Then the right. bad news bear guy comes in, and all of a sudden, and then the star athlete he learns how to skate, or... and then he learns how to fight, and then the Hanson brothers come in, and then they win the fucking championship, and then the puppy runs up to them, and they pet the puppy, and the credits roll. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I think a lot of the excitement of this review really, truly, just comes from uh, similar to what we did last week, Mortal Kombat. There hasn't been a, a movie at all depicted in 25 plus years. And now they're like, okay, we're going to come up with what was kick-ass. In the and night. you know what? Emilio Estevez looks great. Like, he looks as old as well, he was back then. No, but he does, though. But I mean, like, he doesn't, like, because you're saying, like, you're like, look, those movies came out 25 years ago. But I look at I look at the trailer, and I'm looking at Emilio Estevez, and I'm like, that man does not look 25 years older. 
You know what I mean? Like that man looks like he's totally. He looks like he's. He looks like he's younger than me. He's gonna be in his fifties or some shit. Right. And I, and it, and but is it gonna be like? Is it gonna be fights though? Like like when when, when, when when the mighty ducks hit rock bottom, like how dark is it gonna go? You know what I mean? Like and I, I, I think this would be a good thing also for the NHL. You know because like they can they can get the bumps right now um, in interest levels because the NHL's NHL's always struggle, especially now with COVID. Um, you know you know what else is is really interesting. Speaking of hockey, is um, we have uh, a man that was uh, just passed away, I believe, on, was it Thursday night? March yeah, 4th? it was recently very sad. We had a passing. And uh, Walter Grexky, who's a Brantfordian um, out of Ontario. And I, I'll tell you what, Is man, that what people from Brantford are called, the Brantfordian? Brantfordian. Yeah. Okay, I did not know that. Now, now you know. Now I know. Good. Now I know. Oh, well, I'm glad you know. Well, no, it's appropriate for me to learn now because we're talking about this, you know what I mean? Like, Correct. I mean, it is very sad. Is it, and people that are from Caledonia, they're referred to as losers, right? <laughs> I'm from Hamilton. We're, we're known as gangsters. But, uh, I mean, what's great about what Walter Gretzky, uh is that he's actually, like, when you think about, like, athletes like a Michael Jordan or, you know what I mean? Like, uh, people like LeBron, like, people at the very top of their of their game. We don't really get to learn about their father and what happened. But with Wayne Gretzky, his father... Almost became as popular as he did. If not more like, popular. Yeah, but like, yeah. Well, well, after after Wayne retired and the years went by, yeah, like, no one... I mean, like, if, if for people who don't know, uh, uh, Wayne, like, is from Brantford, and that's where Kevin lived. And, uh, and, and Walter, even though when Wayne made it huge and made all these millions, could have left Brantford, never... He never left Brantford. He Correct. stayed there his entire life, and he loved it there, and he was a big member of the... And community and everywhere he went. Yeah, he home. stayed in his old home. But I mean, I mean, this guy couldn't go to like a McDonald's without people surrounding him and him giving his autograph and him talking, which I think is really it's kind of crazy because I mean, I mean, Wayne Gretzky got more points than anyone in NHL history, and Walter Gretzky never got one assist in his fucking life. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, and it seems weird, but at the same time, like like Wayne Gretzky was so special. And so different from everyone else that it just became like, well, obviously it was his dad. But, I mean, Kevin, I, it's weird to talk about like shortly after Walter's death. But how much of Wayne Gretzky's success do you, a man from Brantford, actually attribute to Walter Gretzky? Uh, I would say most, if not all of it. And and I think the the thing is, is that you just had a man who was dedicated to his son who essentially trained and taught him and coached him. Yeah, his family and his community. And like he was, he was, he was a great man. And and I and I and I look at um beyond your question and I look at like one thing I thought was really cool is I saw on my Instagram um including myself I posted a photo of me and Walter and and you I got just, a picture of you and Walter together? I, I have. Well, I mean, you're I you're from Brantford. Everyone from Brantford has a picture of them and Walter, it, right? There. Absolutely, and it was so cool. That's to, how big of a man through my <coughs> to go through my Instagram and see all of the uh, see all of my friends posting photos when they were kids <coughs> and adults and and, and, and it just that's what to show you how much he touched the community. Yeah, and I want to express that to people who might be listening to the podcast who are outside of the Hamilton, Brantford, like Southern Ontario area. It's pronounced Brantford. Brantford. But you might not realize like what an impact this man really had. Like a guy's a, a, a guy's father. You know what I mean? Like 
There was even there was even a, a a wine company that did a market like they sell Wayne Gretzky stuff and they even did a marketing thing about like uh, the bet like a Father's Day marketing thing where Wayne Gretzky is saying that his dad is the best dad ever and people were like posting while their dad was awesome. But I mean, it's it was actually like it's a it's sad that Walter Gretzky was gone. But I mean, he may have lived to eighty two. He was a predominant member oh, of, his, of his of his community. Okay. He actually he he had the a son who was like one of the greatest athletes who who has ever lived. I mean, the guy had a good run. You know what I mean? He made he did nothing but laugh and smile and made people happy, and and it was and it was great. And that being said, I I want to introduce a new segment called yeah. called Strange News. Ooh. No, well, I mean when you're covering, I mean you and I cover Biden every week, and that's already strange news. So yeah, I don't I don't perfect. think that's gonna work though. No, that's creepy news. We're talking about strange news. Well, you're going to have to convince me to this off podcast before we commit to it every week. But yeah, there okay. is some strange news this week. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin is going to explain to you how Ex- the excuse news... Me. Excuse me. I'm speaking. How fucking dare you. <laughs> okay, I'll give it up to Kevin. Kevin's got this segment. Let's go for it. Guys, uh, strange news. Again, just like the simulation. This one's a little bit out there. This what, no, if you thought the simulation was out there, then yeah, this one's like, what? So, so like, we've all kind of grew up with it, you know, Dawn of the Dead, whatever. But anyways, zombies. Dude, this is a headline that's making global news. What's the source, though? The, the, um, the source here is Corn Miller from Yahoo News. But it looks like so that doesn't sound like a good no, but source. It's, but okay, it's just republished by Yahoo News. So. Okay, okay. Um, we're not going to read you the whole article, but the headline is: "The Center Disease Control is given advice on preparing for a zombie apocalypse." So the CDC, the people that we're listening to during COVID, are now saying, "You know what? You might want to start preparing for a zombie apocalypse." That is fucking weird, buddy. Isn't it weird? Now, like, remember, here's, like, here's the, the if you part. remember, if you remember, in a past episode, you and I had this huge revelation of, oh my god, in our lifetime, we needed space force. Like, holy crap! Like, America had to create the space force and had to do it in our lifetime. Like, that is super messed up. Right. And now the CDC is like, you might want to prepare for zombies. But, but I mean, like shotguns and canned food, and bottled water, and generators and gasoline. You but might want to get that shit. Here, Mark, is this strange thing. To your point, this isn't new. It says right here, this the Center for Disease Control recently updated the zombie preparedness section on its website. Yes, this is a thing. While the section isn't new, it originally launched back in 2011. So guys, this isn't a joke. This is actually an official government website saying in the event of this, here's what you want to do. Here's how you want to prepare for it. Here's the things you might want to consider. This is quite interesting that they last updated it in 2011. And right now they're updating it. And the, the reason why this makes the news is because it says here, back in the 16th century, French astrologer Notre Dame predicted that there would be a zombie apocalypse in the year 2021. But so, he, he predicted, so like I, I was, when I was younger, Kevin, like a young teenager, I was really into Nostradamus and all of his predictions. You would be. He predicted quite a few things that were accurate, but... And then he predicted many things that weren't accurate. Like, he didn't have a huge track record of being right all the time. I mean, like, did you know that when he... Because one of his, his most famous prediction 
that everyone knows about is uh, Napoleon. He he predicted that a man named Napoleon would uh, from France would rise that's to the leader of France. Yeah. yeah, that's what. But because it was so accurate. But what? Well, but what few people don't realize is that he didn't actually predict Napoleon. What he predicted was a bunch of letters that didn't make any sense. And but he did say that these letters that don't make. What does make this it, have to do with zombie apocalypse? It's ha- well, we're talking. About, we're talking about <laughs> n- no. It's all about n- Nostradamus is, okay. is what you brought up. So sure. that's what I'm saying. And so you have to like like he predicted that these random letters that didn't make any sense would one day rule France and try to take over the world. But you have to rearrange the letters to spell Napoleon, and it's you know what I mean. So his. His predictions, some of his predictions were accurate, but they weren't as accurate as people thought that they were. And many of his predictions weren't accurate. For example, Nostradamus predicted that in 2012, world peace would be declared. And uh, yeah, that didn't happen. Well, you, you can argue. What year actually is it? He said 2012. No, no, no. But what year are we in actually? 20. Because we removed, changed the calendars. We switched over a different. No, religion. but no, no, no. Yeah. Sir Thomas was using the Christian calendar, like the. No, or no, it's not the Christian he, calendar. He, that was the that was the 1500s when they had they changed time again. They they got rid of certain dates, like the year 1666 doesn't. Well, exist. if he can't, like, doesn't if, exist. They skipped that because it was. Two, what it was year it doesn't exist? 1666. Because it was three sixes? Correct. That's, really? They, they decided to skip it. There's actually been 14... That really happened? That's a thing? Yeah. There's that, there, the I did, I've never heard anything like that. It was only just 200 years ago that the, the Catholic calendar, whatever it's called... Um, yeah, they, that's they, not the name of it. They, I said that earlier, but they, that's definitely not the name of it. Well, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the, no, the, I'm with the, you. The I'm with you. It's, like a, it's like a Greek or, a, or something like that. But they, they skipped, or a Roman they skipped calendar. dozens of years in the, in the 1700s. And then in, I believe in the medieval times, they skipped like 150 years. They're like, all right, let's just restart and that's the new year there. So the reality is, what year actually is it right now? And I think, I think that's, that's up for obviously discussion and debate, but <clears throat> it just goes to show you guys how strange this news can get. And that was the first ever strange news segment brought to you by... Mark's butt. Okay, no, that wasn't. That he loves okay. getting anal swabbed. That was the, the official. Loves getting anal swabbed. That was anal swab all day, all night. He complains about it, but you know what? He likes it. Okay, Kevin, I want to. I want to <laughs> switch it up right now. If you remember that guy from the Capitol riots, <coughs> that guy who had like the, the horns, horn, yeah. the horns. Like everyone knows that guy. Like, when, like, like for the rest of your life, when you say that guy at the Capitol riots, like everyone knows who you're talking about, right? So that guy came out on Twitter and said that he was deeply hurt that Donald Trump didn't pardon him. And I was like, holy shit, this guy is a total psycho. Like this guy, like, like, like he looks like a psycho. Like, well, like Kevin and I, we just brought him up on, on, on pictures right now, right? So he looks like this guy is nuts. Like he looked nuts back in the day. Like not even back in the day, like just a few weeks ago. Like he looked like seriously crazy. But now he's saying, oh, he's like, it, it hurt me deeply that Trump didn't pardon me. And I'm like, really? I'm like, because Trump was being impeached because of you. Like, do you think it would have looked good for him and the Republicans to pardon the guy who busted into the Capitol riots and started all this? Now, in the actual videos, that man was actually quite peaceful. But the fact is, is that that dude is peaceful because he's fucking crazy. Now, did you, you see, know what I mean? Did you see in the news, too, that the FBI have every single person that had an on or turned on or whatever active cell phone? And that not only were they able to determine their exact 
Oh, uh, all those people. But not only fucked. that, they actually have been able to go into all their private information and withdraw it, and they're going to be using that information against uh, them in the court of law. And oh, se- those people several, are fucked. Yeah, if you showed up to the Capitol riots, you're fucked. Your life is over. There, you got to move to India, and you got to move right now. Like your whole family, you got to get to Japan or but, China but or India. Like you got to get the fuck out of out of the states. But there's several uh, different. Um, focuses that the media is bringing up and again you're picking and choosing right imagine there's hundreds of thousands of texts and they're picking and choosing like five but some of them are pretty legit man and, and again i would be like yeah that's a crime because it says right there being like uh there's they've all gone down to the bunker bring the gas bring the smoke bring the fuel let's burn and kill them all and it's like okay that's a legit text so i think again with regarding the capitol hill we're gonna see a lot of updates on this because what was supposed to happen on Thursday was Donald Trump was going to be elected by a QAnon conspiracy and he was going to become the next president. You know what, Kevin, nothing can, Kevin, can I ask you a question that I deeply don't understand and I feel really embarrassed not knowing this and I feel embarrassed not knowing, I'm going to, I'm asking you an embarrassing question on the podcast. It's, it's called your penis, Mark. No. Okay. Here's my embarrassing question. What the fuck is QAnon? Like, I, I legit don't know. Don't know. You don't know either? No, no. Because wait, I don't no. know because all these know, headlines are like the, these QAnon people are doing this. And I'm like, me, what is QAnon? Excuse me. I'm speaking. You asked me a question. How dare you? Oh, you would dare I me. I fucking did. Good. Yeah, I'm glad. So, so QAnon, according to the definition of it, is that it's a conspiracy theory, uh, extreme right wing group that believes that there's a cabal that they cannibalize and murder and cannibalize they eat dead and people sex traffic children specifically well that says and and they're considered uh different beings like lizards reptilians oh the lizard and, people people they're and, lizard people people no i get it i get it you said is, lizard they, people and now i'm on board yeah yeah no they, i get it they throw sex trafficking child trafficking throw, and lizard people they throw everyone who's conservative into that QAnon group like like and it's just like okay so that, does that answer your question, for fuck's sakes? Well, I mean, that is the extreme right, though. Like, people who believe in lizard people, like, that is that is the far right. Like, it's not... I mean, people on the far left are, like, they're, like, they're the like communists. They, they believe that Mr. Potato Hood is offensive. I mean, like... <laughs> I mean, to, to give you an idea, Kevin, the works of Karl Marx are allowed to be read out loud, but Dr. Seuss is racist. Like, that is, you know what I mean? Like, what kind of a planet are we... I mean, like, what kind of what kind of planet are we fucking are are we living on right now? I mean, uh, Kevin, we only have a couple of topics left, and we only have about ten minutes left. I mean, let's wrap this up soon. One of the things I wanted to talk about is that recently in Canada, uh, marijuana has become legal, and we've been As able of October twenty eighteen. And so, yeah, so like in my whole life, you needed a drug dealer. You needed you needed to know a dude, and then he would call a dude, and then you would hook up with this dude, and you would usually suck. And this next dude dinner. would you give this dude money, and he'd give you weed, and then you get the fuck out of there, right? Like that's 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 what happened for like twenty years, like thirty years, like for me, right? And then all of a sudden, weed is legal now, and then we have businesses that are uh, are selling weed, so now you don't need to know a guy. You so let's take a step back. How much did you used to buy, let's say, a gram? Back in the old days, before it was the uh, a grant. Well, like just general. Well, see, here's the thing: you didn't buy a gram back in the old days. So the the how uh, much was one gram? Mark? No, but I can't answer that question. Ten bucks. I have ten to... bucks, right? It was ten dollars, right? 
How much was an ounce? It was usually two hundred, like, two, like two hundred bucks, two hundred yeah. bucks, or two twenty, two, yeah, two twenty for 220. the good chronic, right? And then what ended up happening is you then had these legacy um, black market companies find a loophole. For example, Georgia, Georgia Peach. Peach. Yeah, Georgia Peach was the fucking. And and Mark had they were one of the awesome. Most, Mark had one of the most powerful experiences, and he said to me earlier today that it took him a few times. Just to get it over his head before he can ask the question. And what so, was the question? And so for people who don't know, Georgia Peach was a store that you could just go into and buy marijuana. Like a like a storefront. Like it wasn't delivery. It wasn't you didn't know this guy. Like they were just a place in Upper James that you could roll up on, park in front of, get out, and just buy weed. And they had weed and weed products and stuff like that. So it was totally weird for me because I had been buying weed from like dudes for a lot of years. And I'm like, okay, I'm inside this company. I'm inside this store. Like, am I going to get arrested in here? Like, what is this all a setup? Like, what's going on? And so <coughs> the first time I was in there, <clears throat> on the back of the wall behind the guy that you're talking to, they have these things of wheat, marijuana on sale, weed on sale. And my brain couldn't process that. And my brain was like, no, no, like that's, that, that can't be true. And it was my third or fourth time going into Georgia Peach that I finally got the confidence in the balls to be like, hey, man, like it says behind you that there's weed on sale. Like, is that a thing? Like weed's on sale, like it's clothing now or like a DVD player or something like that. Or I'm at the grocery store, like there's weed on sale. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we have weed on sale. And how much was an ounce? And I, oh, you could buy, oh, ounces were like 60, 70 bucks, man. Like you could buy an ounce for... Like, it wasn't the great, like, the, those $60, $70 ounces weren't the greatest, but it was lemon kush, man. It wasn't that bad. I mean, a whole lemon ounce. Lemon kush is really consistent. Buddy, oh, yeah. Like, lemon lemon kush is some good shit. Like, yeah. when, I mean, it's not the best of the best right, by any means, but. I mean, it's, I no mean Mar- it's no Mark Gino OD. You know what I mean? You're getting 14 grams or something like that for fuck, or whatever. No, that's a half ounce, right? You're getting like 20. Oh, no, it was only a half ounce that was like that but, was the 60 70 bucks. If you wanted a so, full ounce, it was more it was like half the price so, at least. So Mark Mark then told me he's like Kevin, you wouldn't believe it. Weed's on sale. And I'm like, no, I don't know, man. Yeah, even and, Kevin rejects it. Even like, no, that's not a thing. There's no and, such thing as weed like, on sale. He's like 67 bucks ounce. I'm like, you know, Mark, it's probably kaif. It's probably just garbage. And he goes, "No, you should go." So I ended up going and then I saw this deal. $40 for an ounce. What do you think I did? I bought just one ounce because I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be arrested. And then go yeah, to, yeah, I, go, yeah. I then go to my car. I then get back out of my car and I stand back in line and I'm like, I'd like to get five ounces, please. <laughs> and I bought five ounces for another $200. Yeah, why not? And, and, here's, and here's the reality. It's this uh, like what Mark and I couldn't wrap our minds around is we have to go through some serious bullshit just to get an ounce and then pay 200 220 Yeah. Just to get and it. now it's, you just and roll now up it's like, on a store. I could get five ounces? Sorry, for 200 bucks? Yeah. Uh, yeah, please. Dude, 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 weed on sale has been happening to me for years now, and I'm still and now like, I'm used to it. And I know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm still blown away that there's weed on sale. Okay, it's at a point where I'm like, we have to talk about this on the podcast because I don't think people know that there's marijuana drugs on sale. You know what I mean? Uh, Kevin, we only have a few minutes left in the uh, podcast, so we could wrap things up right now, but I would like you to talk briefly, just for a minute, two minutes. The Toronto Maple Leafs. We said we'd talk about this last week, and we didn't. We, we didn't robbed our fans. Really quickly. Go guys, for it. Guys, this has been a team 
that it's one of those, uh, do you believe or is it make believe? Do you believe? I like that. And, I like that. And, and I think the reality is, is at this point in time, the Maple Leafs um, are the top overall team in the league right now. They're a the juggernaut, league. right? I'm reading that they're and, juggernauts. Like I'm not watching, but I'm reading that the Leafs are gonna. Are they going? They're. I mean, they might. Are they favored to win the cup, Kevin? They're right now. They're tied with Tampa Bay Lightning as the best odds win the Stanley Cup. Oh, the right. Leafs! If the Leafs go in the cup, it would be the biggest thing ever. I mean, the real shame was is that there wouldn't be people in the stands because the like Toronto fans no parade. Oh, yeah, the, the Toronto fans like they deserve that. I mean, when you say no parade, I mean like, like, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not, if you're listening to this podcast, and you're not from Canada. When the Toronto Raptors won the uh, the NBA championship, you have to understand that there's 35 million people who live in Canada legally, and ah. and 2.2 <laughs> million people showed up to the parade. That is like the biggest parade ever. Like I don't even think like like who like who has two point two million people at their That's parade? Really, like yeah, five ten oh, percent of the population. There are countries you don't have that many people, and that many people are like can't believe the Raptors. I mean, the Raptors winning was huge, but I mean, uh, we only have a few minutes. I want to keep this on the Leafs, just just briefly, just a little bit more. Like, tell me who on the Leafs, Kevin, are the guys to watch moving well, forward? We got a, our superstar Austin Matthews, um, just ridiculous young man, leads the league. In goals, I believe he's averaging one goal a game right now. Is his pace? That's, that's pretty good. Um, then we have Mitch Marner again, young man, twenty two years old, uh, is third in the league in scoring. Wow, it's weird to hear that someone is twenty two and playing professional sports. I'm like pushing forty right now, and I'm like, wow, like you know, push, I mean, you're pushing. 50. That's my own insecurities. Go and, on, yeah. And then and then we have Willie Styles, and they call him that because <laughs> Willie Styles. That's a great a, name. A, I never heard nickname. of that guy. Will, oh, it's his, his name. I thought it was his real name. I'm disappointed. William Nylander, but they call him Willie Styles because okay. he's always like fashionable. Guy. Willie you Styles. got Fred Zilla. Who's the who's the Frederick Anderson, the goaltender? Then you got Vintage, who is Jason Spezza. That's his nickname. It's Jason a, Spezza's on the Leafs now. Yeah, he's been this for is, real. It's his second year on the Leafs, dude. I didn't because he they, played for Ottawa for years. They like, then got Jumbo Joe, right? I don't jo, know who that Joe is. Thornton. Oh, know. Jumbo Joe, Joe. Yeah, yeah. And oh, by the way, we have John Tavares. I mean, like the team is so deep, man. And so it's it's actually fun to watch and. Uh, and I really, guys, I really hope they go somewhere because, like, I've been an avid Leaf fan my entire life, and I've been taking heat from Jardine and from our other friend, uh, Cardine and Lardine. And so, well, here's the thing, Kevin, is that I've hated the Leafs my whole life, but, I mean, if the Leafs were to go to the Cup this year, I'd be super pumped. And, I mean, and, and that's probably all we have time for. I mean, Kevin. Big you, shout out to our followers. Thanks big shout listening. out, thanks guys. We really appreciate you listening to to us. I mean, you have been listening to episode fourteen of the. Excuse me. I'm speaking podcast. podcast. <laughs> 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 <laughs>